Welcome to the Disney Points Podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Kim. And joining us today are Chelsea and Kim from uh, the Disney Point Gals. That's their Instagram handle. So as soon as you're done listening to this, go follow Chelsea and Kim. They're going to be talking about DVC. They're the resident experts. And uh, we're just going to have a conversation today about Everything you could possibly want to know about DVC and renting DVC, etc. So, Kim, take it away. Um, I just want to get started by just asking you, tell me more about your Disney story. Tell me anything you want to tell us pertaining to your love for Disney. We would just love to hear some background. Okay, so we have done Disney all of Chelsea's life. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the, the first time we went to Disney World, she was one years old and we've gone to Disney World numerous times. We used to do Disneyland at least once a year yeah. growing up mm -hmm. um, because it's drivable from where we are. So we've done both quite a few times and now we're... should we clarify that you're a mother daughter duo? Yeah. Yes, we probably should. <laughs> Otherwise, that's really yeah, strange. That's creepy yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kidnapped Chelsea. No, that would not be good. <laughs> so, yes, we are mother daughter. And um, yes, we used to do Disneyland at least once a year. And we would do it was great because we could do Disneyland spur of the moment. And, yeah. you know, my husband would come home and say, Hey, I talked to my brother and let's just go tomorrow. Let's just drive down and go. And we used to just drive down, get up really early in the morning and drive down, which now you can't do, which is kind of a shame. You know, you can't just um, spur of the moment, do that. But we also have done uh, Disney world quite a few times just more sporadically and now we're probably I'm probably Disney World two to three times a year oh my goodness so yeah yeah wow Disney World two to three times a year Disneyland once or twice a year and then you go to Alani probably once every year every other oh year oh my goodness <laughs> that is way more than I thought you were going to say <laughs> That's living the dream she's yeah. also going on our disney cruise right isn't that your first I, oh, yeah my i'm goodness. booking my first disney cruise tonight so that should be fun what i yes. want your life it's it's pretty spectacular <laughs> it's magical for sure that is amazing is there one that you all prefer more disneyland versus disney world okay i'll take this away so i <laughs> would say it's funny because I grew up going to Disneyland with my mom and my siblings and my dad. And I would say that now we almost exclusively do Disney World, even though we only live six hours from Disneyland. Like we can drive oh, okay. to Disneyland. Um, but at least for us, we've just felt like Disney World is kind of a whole vacation experience. We can go for mm -hmm. the whole week. There's a lot more to do. Um, versus Disneyland, when we would go, it'd be maybe like a day or two, two day type of thing. And then we would do something else. So for us, because we're Disney fans, we tend to gravitate towards Walt Disney World. I think. Can yeah. I just say, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I and know. we grew up going to Disneyland and sometimes we get thrown off by things because, you know, they're at Disneyland and not at Disney World or vice versa. So yeah. that does throw it off. But my kids are three and six and they've only been to Disneyland once. Yeah. And been to okay. Disney World probably 12 times. Yeah. I'm guessing like ballparking it. My three-year-old's probably six times. 
So I've only been to Disneyland once, so I don't know how much my opinion matters, but I can see what you mean about, like, you just get completely immersed in the whole Disney world. Like, you can just, like, I don't know. It's like you, you're in the world. And yeah. you don't have to leave it if you don't want to. Where I feel like Disneyland, you, like, have to walk off property. And mm-hmm. What about Pixar Pier? <laughs> <laughs> what about okay. Come on! I mean, Pixar Pier is great. Um, but the swinging gondolas. No, they're creepy. Oh creep. yeah, you can't do that. So that that gets fair that gets enough, a point off. Enough. Point off for the swinging gondolas, but everything yeah, else no is kidding. great. That's and and I do like the upgrade. To me. Yeah, I do like the upgrade to the Pixar. Like I thought that was a huge upgrade. Be- before the Pixar, it was it was kind of a half a day park for me. Yeah, which is not great. But Marvel and all those addition and then. Pixar. Okay, I'm going to give you a point for that. But then you would also have to give Walt Disney World a point for Toy Story Land and Animal Kingdom and yeah. and all of Epcot. And so then that's too many points. So you just don't want to compete. You just don't want to compete. Everybody can feel the love. <laughs> yes, for sure. Well, so we know this is a Disney points podcast, right? So I have to ask, when did you discover, at what point did you discover that you could use points for Disney? We're laughing because it's been, a, I'm sure for you both, an evolving process like for us. But uh-huh. um, I remember one of my first cards was the Southwest card. I opened okay. it um, because I had a newborn, like younger kid at the time. And I found out if I open this card, I get my flights for free. So I opened the card to go on like an extended, our whole family was going. So that was one of my first point redemptions and then from there it kind of spiraled realizing oh I shouldn't have probably opened that one first I should have done this and this and this uh, so now my Not oldest card choice. is probably the worst oldest card to have and the fact you can't open it every 24 months like a lot of people do because it's my oldest card but oh, um, I see. anyway so that would be mine and then it's kind of spiraled from there now I, I have too many cards and yeah and and, and Kim here I think that um for me, it was, you know, we do a few things like flights and, and all those things. But when we finally opened years ago, our venture card Mm -hmm. and we could just open it up and just say, it was so gratifying to like, and a race and a race. And it just was (laughs) like, after a trip with kids and stress, it was like, the stress relief to say, I'm not going to pay for that. And I'm not going to pay for this. And, and it was, it was empowering almost to say, uh-huh. okay, I can take control of how much my vacation will cost. And if I'm, I don't have to depend on Disney to have a huge vacation package available, discounted, on the dates that I want to go, I'm going to make my own discount and I'm going to figure out exactly what I need to make that happen. And so that, that was probably the big turning point for me to say, okay, I can use my venture miles and erase exactly what I want. And I know how much I can spend and how much it's going to make an impact for my family. Yeah. Kim, I love that. What did you say? I can decide how much my vacation is going to cost. Right. Is that what you said? Yeah. I want to write that down. Yeah. Words because, to live by. Yeah. I, we should like, you know. Create your own discount. Yeah. Make create your, your own discount. Line. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We, we say that a lot. It's like you, you need to figure out what stresses you out the most to pay for 
yep. Disney vacation. And then we can work around that. We can figure out how to make that discounted. Any of the things that make you really stressed, right? Your tickets. Yeah. I mean, that'll just make your jaw drop, your hotel, um, you know, transportation, getting there, whatever it is to say that's stressing me out, then we can work around it. And that's what Credit Card Miles has done for us, which is great. I, I love that. That's great. So, okay, moving on to DVC. I don't know that we've actually said what those letters mean yet. Could you tell, for those who don't know, what is DVC? Yeah. So, um, Chelsea, this is so DVC is basically Disney Vacation Club. We kind of liken it to a timeshare for Disney. So um, what it is, is people actually can buy Disney properties, portions of them, um, and they give you a certain amount of points based on how much of the property you paid for. Um, and each year you get to use those DVC points. Um, and it's kind of an awesome thing. It's basically, yeah, like a timeshare for Disney. It's a little different in the fact, I was explaining this to a friend the other day, you're not set in stone necessarily having to go to the same place in the same room every year. You know, a lot of timeshares mm -hmm. are for like, you know, you go to the specific condo in California and that's your timeshare and you always go to this condo. Um, Disney has so many properties that you can use these points at. Um, you know, there's like 14 at Disney World and there's going to be two in California. They're building another one right now. There's three different beach places. So it's nice in the fact that these owners of DVC, they've kind of have flexibility of what they want to do with the points. So um, if you want to buy it, you're buying a certain amount of points to use each year that you can use at any of the resorts. And are both of you, do you say owners or members? Does it matter? Okay, so I am actually an owner, and it technically makes me a member, right, of DVC. Okay. So I am um, an owner. I have three contracts. I have two contracts at, two separate contracts at Animal Kingdom Lodge at Kadani. Okay. And I have one smaller contract at Grand Floridian. So those are the contracts. And Chelsea would love to own a contract yes. and she's trying to <laughs> how about that <laughs> one day yeah. one day but right now she's more than happy to come with us when we beg her to come on vacation with us so <laughs> can i ask what made you buy more than one just so you could go more often Is that yes what that yes so there is a joke in in dvc that says like ad itis is a real thing and we bought a resale contract. It was a great deal at Animal Kingdom Lodge. We had rented DVC before, loved it. And so we decided to buy. And then we thought that would be enough points. <laughs> and then as our family grew and grandkids and more spouses um, were added, then we realized we just needed more points. So we we bought the Grand Floridian with the intent of renting them out every year. Okay. And then realized we just really wanted to use them. So we just didn't, <laughs> which isn't great. <laughs> um, and then we actually just added on a small contract to another one to Animal Kingdom, just because now with our family size and family dynamic, it's just easier for us to stay in a two bedroom with a kitchen and, and laundry and three 
bathrooms, <laughs> frankly. Yeah. And so we added on to that so that we would just have enough points to be able to do our vacation every year. So that's why. And most people don't realize you can buy a really small contract and then have different contracts. That's that's not a problem for them. You don't need to spend all of the money all up front to buy hundreds of points. You can add on. Oh, man. I'm going to have to have a whole separate phone call with the two of you. <laughs> okay. I have we, so many questions, but we'll, we'll try to stick to We're what. here for you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I will say I have only stayed in two bedroom DVC units when we've done it. And it, I can't imagine going back to a small It's so nice. Where where did you stay? We stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge, um, Kadani Village. Okay. And we stayed at Old Key West. Okay. Yeah. We've stayed, we stayed at, at two, we've obviously done two bedroom quite a few times at Animal Kingdom. And then we actually stayed in a three bedroom at Old Key West. Which, oh, wow. Which slept 12. And it it was big. <laughs> I was thinking, wow, this is like as big as my house. But it was, um, yeah, big, big formal, um, you know, eating places. And it, mm-hmm. it was kind of nice to be able to gather. It was nice. Yeah, it's great for like families who are traveling maybe with extended family, which I'm sure mm-hmm. you all do. But we did it with um, my in-laws one time, and then we did it once with another family. So we had, they only had two kids. We have three. So we had nine people. So it was a little tight. Yeah. But it was also really fun. <laughs> really fun. And that's one yeah. of the reasons why we, as grandparents, probably spend a little bit extra in points, is that it's really, we feel like Disney vacations and spe- specifically are really geared towards making memories and bonding together. Oh, Yeah. And so one of the memories is just watching my grandkids get up and how excited they are in the morning and to get Mickey's wake up call in the morning and to be there and see that. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then also we do one night usually during a vacation where the adult kids leave and grandparents stay and we take care of grandkids one night and swim and, and have a good time order pizza. And so wow. that was helpful. Yeah. Yeah, so the two what awesome self. grandparents. Chelsea, you are <laughs> yeah. so lucky. They are the best. Yeah, I, went, that's awesome. I went on a 10-day trip to Italy, and they watched my kids the entire time. <laughs> oh my so gosh. they are like the ideal grandparents for sure. For that's sure. Great. I love that. Um, this feels like a great time to ask you, do you have a favorite? Resort? Yeah, well, I would say ours are probably similar. Um Along the monorail, I feel like my favorites are probably the Polynesian or the Grand Floridian. Like, I don't feel like you could go wrong there. Um, I love the theming of the Poly. I just think it's a lot of fun. Um, But the Grand is just makes you feel fancy. I don't know. I just think I'm fancy when I'm there. Um, (laughs) You are fancy. I'm fancy. (laughs) Um, And I, I love to be able to walk back and forth from the Grand now. The Grand Floridian, there's a walkway from magic kingdom over and so because i have tiny kids it's nice not to even have to wait for the monorail i can just walk them back if they fall asleep in the stroller um so that's kind of a game changer and then i really like animal the safari to me is just a lot of fun outside the windows my kids could just spend all day there and the beach club i know that's four but like they're in different (laughs) areas (laughs) so they would they're different areas it doesn't even count yeah so the beach club sand bottom pool i think is just a lot of fun so wait, have you stayed in all of them? Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. We were just joking. They had a somebody, I don't remember which point person, had like a bingo card 
of all the different DVC resorts. And they were like, our goal is to stay at all these. And my mom joked, the only one she hasn't stayed at is the Riviera because it just opened. Oh my and gosh. The, she's I, like, I win. I, yeah, she's like, I win the bingo card. And <laughs> and she hasn't stayed at one, two of the beach properties. Right. And then I haven't stayed at, I think, two or three. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little bit behind, but not too far behind. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those oh, are all wow. my favorites. I've stayed at all the monorail, all of the boardwalk. So yeah, most of them. <laughs> That's the answer. Most. Sam, you and I have a lot of catching up. <laughs> I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take my whole life, <laughs> but I'm here for it. We, we will um, tag along. How about that? Yes, we. I'm, I know there's going to be a meetup. We're all going to meet up in the future. I don't know when. I don't know Sign how. Me up. It's going to yes. happen. I'll be there. Yes, we'll, we'll all rent points and we'll be there. I love it. Well, that actually is a great segue because we haven't actually, we've talked about owning DVC, but can you tell us what it means to rent DVC points? Okay, so when you're a DVC owner and you own a contract at a resort, you are technically allowed to rent those out to non-owners. And so it's a great opportunity for someone who doesn't own DVC to stay in a DVC, either studio or a villa, at a much discounted rate compared to Disney's cash price. And so there are different ways you can do that, but that's kind of an overview is that basically an owner can't or can't use their points for a year, or maybe they need some extra cash for something else. Mm-hmm. And so they're allowed to rent out their points to a non-DVC owner, a non-DVC guest, basically. And how much would you say someone could expect to save? Okay, by renting so, points versus paying Disney for their yeah. So, for instance, at um, Animal Kingdom, a studio through Disney would be f- probably around five hundred, five to six hundred dollars cash mm-hmm. for a studio that sleeps for per night, a night, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, each night, yeah, yep. and um, and if you were to rent. That would be um, $220 probably. Yeah. So that's like way more than half. Way more than half. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes it's, I would say that's even probably the higher that you could go. Sometimes you can even go a higher discount than that and get it for less than $220, which is a spectacular deal for a deluxe resort. You can't even get $220. You can't get any moderate resort. Right. And now a lot of the value resorts are about that much per night. So mm-hmm. if you, instead of staying at Pop Century or All Star, you could pay just slightly more and stay at a deluxe, which is a spectacular idea. Right. And get all of the perks that come with that. And get all the perks. Thing. Yeah. So maybe we should talk about that. What are some of your favorite perks of staying at DVC resorts? Okay, so there are a few. Definitely, it we don't we fly, and so we don't actually drive. But if you do have a car, if you rent a car, if you are staying at a DVC resort using points, even if you're not an owner, but if you're staying on someone's points, then you get free parking at the resort, which is twenty five dollars a day, and also free parking at any of the parks because that comes along with parking at a resort. Yep. So that's huge. Um, and 
then you get, um, I'm trying to think, then uh, Mondays and Wednesday nights, they have extended hours just for deluxe resorts. And it is only for people staying at a deluxe resort. So you've got no moderates, no values, and they have a section of each park like Epcot or Magic Kingdom open for a couple hours at night, which is great to be able to hit rides that have very long lines during the day. Yeah. Is that a relatively new perk? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I would say last year they instituted it and we went, my husband and I went last year and we went last year Mm -hmm. during it and it is great. And we live in the West so Chelsea can attest, we, we don't even adjust to the time zone in, in the East. Yeah. And we just go to the parks a little later on those days with little kids and then stay up really late because what happens, Chelsea? Oh yeah. I should say it's the best thing if you have tiny kids, because specifically at Magic Kingdom, all of those little tiny kid rides like Peter Pan or even Seven Dwarves, Mine Train. Um, our walk on like you don't have to wait because all the little kids are asleep and none of the adult (laughs) kids really want to do it you know they don't want to wait in line for Peter Pan and so um, I've noticed I have my kids go to those after hour events and they like the for the deluxe resorts and they literally walk onto every ride I think they rode Peter Pan six times in a row they just wanted to ride that ride over and over which is fine I mean that's what they wanted to do but uh, it is fun in the fact that you get those extra hours and then usually me and my siblings will do one of the late nights where my parents take my kids and we usually do the Epcot um, Uh which is a big deal right now because the new Guardians ride um, is open during after during those hours so if you can't get it during the day um you can do it at night. So as it's separate queue and a separate entry at night. So anyway, it's kind of a nice perk. Yeah. It's a big perk for people that really want to ride that ride. Rise of the resistance was the same way. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to add Hollywood studios, I think at a different time to it as well. So. Wow. That's such a great hawk for families from the West coast because we, it kills us when we go to the East coast, we're just like, Oh my gosh, you know, you, you cannot rope drop. It's so hard. Yeah, <laughs> so like then you don't feel like you're missing out on rope dropping because you just have your own version of rope dropping. It's just in the evening. <laughs> I, I mean, Chelsea, people must. <laughs> I'm imagining people seeing you just oh. shutting the park down with little yes. kids, and they're just like, "What yes. is happening? How are Last they doing that?" Last time we were at Saratoga Springs, and we were my kids. It was the night we flew in. I remember, and it was 11 o'clock at night. So my time, that's what eight o'clock at the time. And my kids were wired. And so we went down to the pool at 11 p.m. And this guy stops me and he says, what are you doing? I said, taking my kids to the pool. And he's like, it's 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, yeah, but in the West Coast, it's 8 o'clock. And Mm -hmm. they need to get some energy out. They've been on a plane for six hours. So we're just going to go down. And people gave us the weirdest looks at the pool. Mm -hmm. They were all these adults in the hot tub watching my kids jump in the pool. Oh, my gosh. It's pretty funny. But it is a perk for people from the West Coast to do that. That's great. Um, okay, so let's see. What's my next question? Well, I have a question. Can oh, I go ahead? Okay, so I'm trying to figure out how do you decide between 
purchasing DVC or just renting? Why wouldn't you just always rent? Well, because it's just cheaper over the long run to buy. Yeah, you should say how much your room costs. So comparatively, renting a studio room with DVC points would be $220. My points um, accrued over time, right? Even with the dues, we figured out end up being $10 a point. So that's $110 a night. So you're only out money if you don't use it and you always use it. Okay. Right. Right. So, you know, there is a big purchase price at the beginning and then you have annual dues, but because the length of the contract is so long, And, you know, they're gauging that inflation will go up and and all those things that my points end up being $10 a point versus if you rent all the time, you're probably most likely going to be around $20 a point. So when you figure in the purchase price at the beginning, are are you figuring that into the 110 a night? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Purchase price. Yes. I come from a long line of mathematicians. So we definitely (laughs) figured that out. So we took the purchase price and then the annual dues and figured out how much a point would be each year. And so, yes. So on my purchase price plus the annual dues, everything included is about $10 a point for Animal Kingdom and $9 a point for Grand Floridian because it has a longer contract. Kim sure does that sound really low? I'm like, my brain is spinning. Right <laughs> Kim now. is going to hang up and go buy DVC. <laughs> we can help you. We will help you with that. Yeah. I have like legitimately looked at like a resale contract. But these yes. are all questions I want to ask you sometime, some other yes. time. But I have... I have questions. I've thought about it, but I just couldn't figure out if it made sense mathematically, but I'm just going to take your word for it because I I actually have a spreadsheet and I'll just send it to you and you can figure it out from there. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Um, Well, okay. So is there any reason why someone would not want to rent DVC? Like who is this not for? Um, We were talking about this when we uh, earlier today, there are a couple things. The first thing is if you're a last minute planner, Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't really come up very often DVC. Sometimes they do last minute, but if you want to go to a specific resort or you want a specific type of vacation, you really have to be planning it about 11 months out. That's probably ballpark the best time. And so we do have friends that will message us and say, oh, well, can we just go next month? I'm like, well, probably not. There's nothing available <laughs> next month. Yeah. So that that's probably the biggest thing. It's for planners. And also if you have a lot of like emergencies or things that come up a lot, um, canceling obviously is not easy. So I would say that that's probably the second piece is for people that are like risk averse and they're thinking, oh, well, if I can't get into the hotel, what's going to happen? My kid gets sick a lot, things like that. It might be harder for you to rent DVC. That would be the second group. You can get traveler's insurance that I've read that will cover it. Um, but it's still one of those things that some people just get a little weary about if they tend to reschedule their vacations a lot. Yeah. I had somebody ask me about that and I thought that there was like another insurance policy. Maybe you could buy separately. Yeah, there is a Do lot of have- the rental groups have it like the, like, you know, David's rental or whatever, will yeah. have something you can do, but there is because it is like travel related. There are some that you can buy just separately, even that will cover it from what I've read. 
What if you just put it on your premium travel card? Like, what if you put it on your Venture X? I wonder if it would because it is considered Mm -hmm. traveling. You know, it would. I think it would work. Yeah, because it should code as travel. It would code. Yeah, Mm -hmm. if especially if you did it from a broker site, it's going to be basically code like you bought it from a travel agent. So I don't know why it would be any different. Hmm. Good point. I've wondered that too. Someone needs to do some digging and find out. Yeah, we should try that out. (laughs) That's a really good question. Um, So what are some of the ways that people can buy? I know you just mentioned David's. You can tell us more about that or some of the other ways that you know of to to rent points. Yeah, there's a couple of different places. So there are brokers, which basically work as a middleman between the owner and a renter. Uh, there's a couple different sites. David's Rentals probably the oldest, been around the longest, but there are some others. There's DVC Rental, DVC Rental Store, um, DVC Rental Shop. I mean, there's <laughs> probably like, we've researched five or six. We did notice that David's Rental and DVC Rental Store, I think mm-hmm. was the other one, um, had probably the best prices uh, when I was comparing them the other day. Uh, which was the one that she said, one of them will give you, you only have to put a deposit down of 25%, which people liked with their points, which was kind of nice. They could basically put a deposit down, use their Capital One Venture Miles or their Citibank or whatever they were going to use, and then pay the rest in cash. So I do know one of them does that. I don't think it's David's. It's the other one that does it. Yeah. Um, but David's. yeah, that's that's the first choice as a broker. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of less risk involved with that, obviously. They're they're making sure that they're actual owners um, and they kind of go through the process for you. So as a first time DVC renter, doing something like David's is the best bet. Uh, the second one you can do is actually Facebook groups. Um, we do this a lot. You can do transfers if you're an owner in the future, uh, but you can also just have someone book your vacation for you through there. And we've had the other day, for example, during the pandemic, I rented points from a lady in the UK that couldn't come. And she only charged me $11 a point because she just needed somebody to take her points. And so I have gotten really good deals on Facebook. And we have like a step-by-step process of kind of how to vet somebody on Facebook. There's some, there's some tail signs. Um, Because my mom, you just heard her, she uses all this lingo. If you didn't own DVC, you could figure it out pretty quick. If you just use the right lingo, you could catch somebody lying to you. Um, And then the third one is something like eBay, which we've done before. Um, It is nice because it's credit card protected. So there's a little bit of that for people. They like that their credit card would be protected if they buy on eBay. And we've also heard of Red Week, which is a website. We've never done it. Sometimes things drop on there, but to be honest, they seem kind of overpriced. I'd probably go with one of the other options, but it couldn't hurt to look at if someone was looking. Okay. Have you had good experiences? You said you did purchase from eBay once? Yes. Or more than that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was the first time we rented was through eBay and we had a great experience. It was super easy and the owner was easy to work with and it's nice because they just, um, after the transaction was finished, they just sent me the reservation number and I put it in the My Disney Experience app and it just links with your account. So, yeah, it was, it was I would say, very easy through eBay. Yeah. Great. So where do credit cards come into play with all of this? Because I know we're talking about, you know, you're paying for this maybe on a credit card, maybe by bank transfer or whatever, but... Where do the credit card points come in? 
So, you know, the two things that you can do to use credit card points for DVC rental is, I mean, the easiest is to use some form of a venture card, a venture, a venture X, because, but only if you use an online broker, because it needs to code as travel. So if you rent on eBay or from a Facebook group, that wouldn't work. But if you do rent through David's or a different broker, it will code as travel. And then you can just use your miles, Capital One miles and erase that charge. So that's the easiest. And then obviously you can also do a statement credit and have it direct deposited from your Citibank. And, and so you could use that cash to then pay for a DBC. But then on the other hand, and we don't normally talk about this, you could also open a card and use that money to hit your minimum spend on a brand new card. Mm -hmm. If you were already planning on you'd already saved that money to spend on a DVC vacation anyway, then you might as well put it on a card and use it to hit your minimum spend. So those are the couple different ways that we use credit card points. Yeah, that's a really good point. Because I think for me, sometimes the the hiccup I run into is that I don't want to use my points that way because I'm like, oh, I could get so much value doing right. something else. But like you said, if you're trying to meet a minimum spend and this is something you're going to do anyway, maybe you can earn the money through swag bucks or a bank bonus or something. Exactly. Have that exactly. money ready to pay for it. Exactly. But, or if you were already going, like we said before, you just start creating your own discount. You're already getting 60% off your room. So you could pay cash for your room, but then use your discounted things for tickets and for your airfare and yep you know, your car rental and all those other things and dining. Um, that's probably one of the biggest, biggest things is that, you know, you can then use if you stay on property at a deluxe resort or any of the resorts, then you can use your magic band and charge that character breakfast or that churro or whatever you want <laughs> yeah. onto your magic band. It actually goes back to your room. And if you've put your Capital One card as your card for your room, then those now become travel expenses instead of if you just use your card at the park or at a restaurant, they're, they're not, they're dining and entertainment. So it's kind of like a loop that we can use that if you stay at a Disney property, it really does those venture miles become really important. That's what I love about them. There's so many ways to use them. Like, yes. Like you're saying, you could charge your, I don't know, your Mickey ice cream bar to your room. Yes. <laughs> Charge it yes. to your mag magic band and all of a sudden you can pay for it with your points. It's just. Your Dole Whip. Your, your Dole, Dole Whip. whip. <laughs> you could have two, you know, you and two just, Dole Whips. like you could give someone a Dole Whip and even things like you can go to the Emporium and if I wanted to buy my granddaughter a small toy, you can charge it to your room and now becomes a travel expense. So merchandise codes as travel also. Continuing cool. to be the best grandma ever. <laughs> I, you know what? I am going to, I need a shirt because then that would be make it official. Don't you think so? Your, your post on Instagram today was my favorite because it was like, this is how grandmas can support their families when they're at Disney World. I was reading that going, I, I want to go to Disney World with them. I want you, you to do. take care of me with like a Band-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
well, she's not going to brag about this, but it's kind of crazy in the fact that she does use her venture card as like one of her primary cards, her venture X card. And so this trip, me and my, a lot of my siblings are going, there's nine of us total with my parents and my parents have said they're covering like five character or sit down meals just with venture points oh my and gosh. that we don't have to pay for any of the sit down meals, which is huge when you're, Aww. you know, young and you're like, your parents are like, we'll just pay for these, but they're really not paying for them. They're just using points. <laughs> and I know they're doing that, but my siblings think that they're spending all this. Money oh, so. that's hilarious. <laughs> don't, so don't blow their cover. <laughs> okay so I have a question about that it's, so, it's nice to feel generous when you actually don't have to pay for it either. that's right isn't that the best <laughs> yeah uh I have a question for Kim um so are you instead of opening lots of new cards consistently and hitting minimum spends and getting points that way do you feel like you do intentionally spend a lot on your venture card which is great because you're getting two times miles on everything all the time which is that's a good multiplier right. is that kind of how you spend the bulk of your your spending so i kind of have a balanced approach right so i just got a american express gold a few months ago and so i would then buy gift cards and disney gift cards and things like that using that so I can pay for some of it that way. But um, yeah, I would say we have, I have a, a venture and a venture X. I also have a, another player that has a venture. And then we are lucky enough that we have a business that then can put miles on that. And then my husband and his brother are partners. And so they split those miles during the year. And so that's very helpful too. So if you have a business, I think a lot of people don't realize that you can pull all of those points. It's very easy to do. It's just a phone call to transfer points all into one account to be able to use them all at Disney, which is great. That's another great thing about the Capital One cards. You can transfer points, I think, to anyone. It doesn't even have to be a family anyone. member. And it's free. Anyone. And it's free. And, and immediate. It's not mm -hmm. like, well, the next credit, the next statement, it's an immediate, which is great. So do you try, do you tend to focus mostly on Capital One or City Points? Or do you also earn Chase Points? And you said Amex. Yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say, I think we we do a combination. I think it depends on which one of us you're talking to. I probably stick more to Chase. Mm -hmm. um, I I have a I'm getting a new business card today, for example, and I kind of try to collect those points. I noticed for me personally, I do. Yeah, my Sapphire card and then I'll pull the business points in um, and then I use my Capital One Venture X card a lot. I just love all the perks that come with it. So mm -hmm. I think those are probably my two big, I honestly have not ventured into American Express yet. I think I'm kind of just stuck in my wheelhouse and done chase cards and Capital One cards for the most part. I think my mom's done more, mm -hmm. so she can talk about that. Which chase yeah. business card did you open, Chelsea? I, I did the ink cash card. I figured I uh, spend enough at Disney. I might as well get some gift cards and <laughs> five times the points there. right <laughs> so for example we we're going on friday to disney world for nine days and so i i'm getting the cards so that i can buy disney gift cards combine them all to cover all of my food while i'm there 
Um, and I figured once I did all my food and even my Uber rides with that card, I was almost, I think I was getting a free Hyatt hotel room night just by using that card. So to me, that seemed worth opening the card just for gift card purposes. It's true. And then what do you use your chase points for mostly? Um, I would say mostly I use them for Hyatt's, um, and I would say airlines, but mostly Hyatt's. For example, at Disney World this trip, we're staying at three three nights at a Hyatt. So two nights at the beginning and then one night at the Hyatt at the airport, which mm -hmm. is, I think, probably the most underrated Hyatt for Disney people is the Hyatt at the MCO airport. Um, yes, my kids coming, love that hotel. Yes, especially coming from the West Coast. Our flights tend to get in really late or they get in and they leave early. And so for me, it's nice. I just send my husband down with our bags. He checks us in. My kids stay in the hotel room. And then a couple, you know, an hour and a half before our flight, because we have TSA pre-check, I just walk through the airport and we go check in. So it's just a lot easier than trying to load everything up the morning before a flight, trying to figure out when we need to be to the airport and all that stuff. So that's probably one of my top ways is using for Hyatt. And we used it for our flights this last time. I think I used it like 90,000 points roughly uh, to fly my family, but we live in like a small regional airport. So my flights per point are probably more than most travel hackers spend. But to be honest, it was only 30,000 points. And for my family to fly out of a tiny airport for 30,000 points is kind of nice. We don't have to drive two hours to a larger airport. So it was worth it. Well, Sam, do you have any other questions? Yeah, I want to circle back for a sec to buying the gift cards on your new ink business card. So if anyone listening isn't familiar with that card or gift cards, or how are you getting five times points buying gift cards? Yeah, so I'm going to go. We have a Staples here in town, so it has to be an office supply store. Um, and I will buy all of my Disney gift cards there. Um, and it, when I do that, it codes as five times the points because that card gives you five times the points at office supply stores. So you can do, I'm going to do Disney gift cards. I'm actually going to get like a Visa gift card for just random things that I have to spend money on. And then I'll also do an Uber one as well um, because I do, we do Uber to and from the airport. And sometimes when we get in a pinch, we'll Uber around Disney World. And so I'm going to, yeah, I'll spend enough there that I get five times the points versus last trip. I was only getting two times the points on my venture card when I was using it around the park. So it's not as good of a deal. And sometimes three times the points when I use my Sapphire for dining, but it's not near as good of a deal as that. And so are you always getting five times on gift cards on that card or is there a, a limit? Nope. As always five times. There's okay. no limit. That just card is standard five times at office supply stores. You do have a limit of how many you can buy of certain like the Visa or the MasterCard. I believe it's eight. I wonder if Kim knows, but I think it's eight. So um, that can be a deterrent. But other than that, you can go in and buy. I just buy like four or five gift cards at a time, Disney gift cards. And it's nice for people that are budgeters as well, because I can set it all aside. And Disney actually has a website that allows you to combine all your gift cards onto one gift card. So I just combined all of them and I have one gift card and I write the number in my phone and I can use it for all my mobile dining ordering. Um, anything like that, I just use the same number. 
And just a quick side note, it's you can get 5x on office supply stores up to 25,000, but I don't know That's if anybody right. here Yeah, is I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not spending 25. <laughs> Maybe I just don't think of it because I'm like, I'm not spending $25,000. just in case someone cards. out there listening is like, oh, I'm going to go buy $100,000 in gift cards. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> do not do that. And are you waiting until they are waiving the activation fee or whatever it is. There's a special certain time that people go buy gift cards. Yeah. I think it's actually currently happening until the 10th um, that the activation fee is getting waived. And like I said, it's only for a certain amount. I believe it's eight of those visa MasterCard. Yeah. Um, but for me personally, honestly, I know I'm spending them at Disney world. Right. So I'm probably just going to pick up Disney gift cards. It's just easier because <laughs> I already have Disney v- gift cards that I've picked up throughout the year. So I would rather almost just combine them onto a Disney gift card. I know I'm going to use them to dine or buy a churro or buy my kid a stuffed animal. So I'm not super worried about wasting the money. Um, And you can always save them as well. So I'll probably do that. But you can do Visa or MasterCard as well. Got it. And and Kim here, it's not as great as Chelsea's deal. But because my American Express Gold does four times points on grocery stores, I'm kind of doing something similar in the fact that I have been buying my everyday use Amazon and Target and and I'm also going to pick up an Uber card um, so that I can get four times the points on my American Express Gold. But then with my grocery store, they've been running a deal where they give extra gas points. And so it's been nice with gas prices that then I get a dollar off of each gallon of gas that I use and, and pump at their pumps. So that's been kind of nice to be able to do both. It's not as good as Chelsea's, but she's the queen. So that's good. <laughs> it's still great, Kim. It's it still is. great. Good it's job. still a discount. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you stack anything on top of another deal, it's a it's I'm impressed. I know. And I just want to say, as a parent too, of young adults, it's been kind of nice just gas price wise, you know, kids in college and things like that. I'm like, Hey, go fill up. It'll be a dollar off. And so, so trying to stack those and be able to help people has been nice too. Oh yeah. They just log in at the grocery store or something. Yeah. And they're getting gas. At the oh, gas. Yeah. At the gas. Look at you. Oh. Dude, continuing to prove yourself <laughs> grandma of the year, mom of the year, actually doing that one. <laughs> Someone get her a mug. <laughs> I need a mug. That would be great. <laughs> well, Chelsea and Kim, can you tell us where people can find you if they have more questions about any of this or if they want to just follow along on social media? Where can they find you? Yeah, so we're at Disney Point Gals. Um, that's our handle on Instagram. We have an Instagram account. We also have a website that's DisneyPointGals.com. So if they want to go there, we have blog posts about things. Um, we have not ventured into TikTok. So those are pretty <laughs> Instagram or, or website. I don't blame you. <laughs> They're brutal over there. I don't want to go. I, I'm young enough to know. I don't want to go over there. <laughs>